Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Hello, everybody. This is Pam Dunn with 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom, and I'm excited for our podcast today. I think we're going to learn a lot from our special guest, Lee Honorado. We are going to talk about the wisdom of broken promises. So I think we've all probably broken promises before, right, Lee? Yes. Hi, Pam. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. So will you start us off by telling us how you gained wisdom from a broken promise? Yes. When I, my son was in sixth grade, uh, he had some needs that I felt could be met at a different school uh, rather than the one that he was at. And in order to do that, it meant moving. And we moved from New Jersey to Rochester, New York. And I had definitely had a lot of feelings about it, as did Nicholas. And Nicholas, some of his feelings were uh, fear, some upset, and a little bit of excitement. And Mm -hmm. I felt all of those things also, but also a little bit of guilt that I was taking him away, particularly from a friendship that was very, very important to him. And when we moved here, the school did really meet his needs. However, he really struggled. It was a struggle for him to make friends. He would oftentimes come home very upset. My husband and I sort of had a little bit of a play on words joke that we called it triage parenting at the time. It was there was that much feeling on a daily basis about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so one day I met with his teacher at school and we were in the library. I'll never forget this. As long as I live, we were at the library and Nicholas was sitting across from me and we were talking about solutions, some ways that he might interact with others, stuff like that. And he interrupted me and he said, you promised me that this would be better by now. You tell me every time it's going to get better or it's going to get easier. And it hasn't. And in that moment, he let down the feelings that he had and the emotion about it. And there was crying. And I had enough of a moment of grace to not make it about myself in that moment because mm. it tied into my feelings of guilt right? It really did. At that moment, there was just a a feeling of just stop and listen. Mm -hmm. And I really realized I had made him a promise that I had broken. I made him a promise I couldn't keep that I had had no business making really, but I did make a promise that I couldn't keep. And he let me know in his very wise and beautiful way that we needed to have a, a real honest discussion about what was happening. And I needed to see where I had let him down. Mm. You know, I, I think that this is a good place. Thank you for sharing that so vulnerably, by the way. You know, it, it is such a vulnerable story. And I would imagine that all of us can relate to times where, you know, we made promises that, 
you know, in the moment, I don't know if, you know, we probably believed we could keep, I'm sure you believed you could keep that promise. You had, you were hopeful about it, but hope and promises are two very different things. And, and so I, I think we've all made that, you know, I'll say mistake in the past, but what I'm wondering is what was one of the things you said that was so great was you had the grace to not make it about you. Yeah. And and I think when we were talking earlier, before we started recording, you were acknowledging that you may have made the promise from a place of making it about you. Would you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's so great. When we were talking about it, I, I didn't even realize necessarily, but, you know, I had a lot of feelings about our move and, you know, our children are so precious to us that when we do something that we make a choice, because obviously it was my choice to make as the adult, right? That was in fact the right choice, but there was there were consequences and there were reactions and feelings. I, I felt guilty. Um, I, I, I didn't realize how much I did. And as time went on, then I really did as, you know, as things didn't seem to work the way I thought that they would. So the promise was also me telling, saying it's going to be okay. Everything's Mm going to be, everything's going to be okay. It's going to get easier. I think I was telling us both that really. And for me, actually, it did get a little easier in my own personal life, but but Nicholas continued to struggle. But I love this conversation because even now I'm realizing more as we talk that the freedom, the wisdom comes from, I really couldn't control the outcome, right? I had been trying really hard to do it with Nicholas. I was, we had done a whole bunch of things and I still think they were all good decisions to supports to put into place. We did some therapy. We did a lot of creating relationship with the school, social things, all good things. But inevitably, I could not control the outcome. Mm -hmm. And bless my sweet boy's heart, neither could he, right? And he tried really, you know, he was doing all the right things. But I couldn't get any freedom from that because there was nothing I could control. What I could control is how I changed from that moment on, how my interactions with him changed, the Mm. take away the pressure of it being all okay, made it actually okay that wherever we were at, we were okay. We did things like we would go as a family and we would go play Pokemon Go. And we would, even if he was upset, it was okay that he was upset. If I was upset, it was okay. You know, it was a, it was a really freeing the promise kind of that it would all be okay kept us all locked into this idea and it wasn't happening anyways we weren't all okay (laughs) you know we weren't all okay and so we made it okay not to be okay right exactly you know and I I wonder too was was there an opportunity to create that distinction between you know what's going on right now is not okay but I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Even though I don't feel okay. And it made me a better parent in that moment because the guilt in the, the feeling that it wasn't okay kept me very, it inhibited my creativity in ways of being, of helping, of helping, of being a support. 
don't know if I just answered your question. Sorry. You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you know, I, I think that what you were talking about was that you couldn't make him okay. And, you know, like things weren't okay. So stop making the promise that you don't know how you're going to accomplish. And that, you know, it seemed like what you're talking about is that you spent a lot more time really acknowledging and listening to one another. Yes. Which is the wisdom. Yeah. It really opened the door. And then I'm going to tell you too, it took three years. Mm. We were finally hitting our groove and Nicholas was finally hitting his groove and then COVID hit. And so, you know, like this moment that I felt like still being attached to the, it's okay. Right. I could still see that I'm attached to the, it's okay. The moment came that I felt like, okay, we are, everything is okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then COVID hit, which was like the universe's way of saying it's not okay. And it's still okay. You know, but the version of okay that I thought was so much less than the magic of what's actually happening now. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I was attached to certain friends and certain outcomes. And it turns out Nicholas is far more wise at knowing what's okay. Mm. Wow. And what he's created. You know, I'm quite proud of him for teaching me that. (laughs) (laughs) That that was just profound what what you just said we're going to wrap it up but you know I, I think after listening to you that really the wisdom is how you behave after the promise is broken so the wisdom and the grace and and the growth the personal development and growth that came as a result of that broken promise was so beautifully beautifully displayed, beautifully expressed in, in the way that you guys learn to listen and be with one another and the resilience that came from being okay, not being okay. Yeah. He wants to be a therapist at at some Mm -hmm. point. And and he thinks that these experiences will lend himself to that. And I think that that's an incredible. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lee. Is there a place that if anybody wants to reach out to you, where they could find you? I'm on Facebook and over email with my trustee, leetone at AOL.com. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> As we laughed earlier, she, yeah. she made a promise to be on AOL and she's sticking with it. <laughs> I'm still honoring it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lee. I I know everybody will benefit from this and give themselves some grace in their broken promises. Thank you. Accessing our inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. You may now be thinking, how can I access more of my infinite wisdom? Well, we have lots of ways to do that. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com and consider taking two hours and attend our skilled communication online class. Each class is only $99 and is limited to five participants so that you can get individual attention to become a better communicator. 
We have a Learning Journey membership program for only $29 per month and five collaboratives throughout the year that bring experts together on various topics. Thanks for joining us. And if you've benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. Find out more about our coaching and offerings also at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.